What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Formula America podcast. We're your host, Curtin Dillon. And it's time to have a little chat about this much anticipated, much debated, controversial, probably most hyped up. <laughs> hyped up. There you go. For Grand Prix of the entire season. This is yeah. Las Vegas Grand Prix time. And I, I think here's a small prediction for me. I think that this race is going to be a beautiful shit show. And I mean, not just the race, the entire weekend. And I mean that in the best way possible. I think it's going to be entertaining as all hell. It's Vegas be puts on pure anarchy. It is. And I am there for every second of it. I'm super excited. I wish it wasn't, you know, 1 a.m. Uh, race time here. Freaking yeah. qualifying starts at midnight local time, 3 a.m. on the East Coast. That's ridiculous. But yeah, this is going to be was, a weekend. I was debating. I was like, well, I, I still haven't decided if I'm going to stay up for the race. But I was like, oh, you know, hopefully Quali's at like 10. And I'll definitely stay up for that. It's 2 o'clock in the morning here. I was like, I ain't making it. I, can, nope. I don't know if I'm going to make it to midnight for the race, not to mention the 17 red flags it's going to have and finishing under, <laughs> under time two and a half hours later. Like, I don't we, know. Yeah. I will watch everything a day later. I will put myself <laughs> on a social media blackout and just watch it a day later because this is a ridiculous time. I understand that, you know, for the loss, they can't just shut down Las Vegas. I mean, even they though basically they have, have. <laughs> they have for months already, which is something that we'll talk about and why this is so controversial and all. But man, yeah, this I wish it wasn't so late, but whatever. Let's get into it. So we have Vegas Grand Prix Thursday through Saturday, essentially. Yes. Switching it up. Yeah. It's a little different. It's all at night. It is supposed to be cold. Chances of it being the coldest Formula One race in history at 40 degrees that night, which is issues. Uh, We have the track that looks like an upside down pig. Um, Possibly one of the absolute worst track layouts I've ever witnessed in my life. (laughs) <laughs> it's terrible. Um, I think it's the I think, second longest track of the season. So getting back around to the pits, which is the pits by themselves are its own. The pits are 300 yards long. <laughs> this, you have to do a 180 degree turn coming out of the pits on ice cold tires. See, it's going to be exciting. <laughs> it's going to be pure, unadulterated anarchy the whole time. I can't wait. Yeah, for sure. This is it's the more I look up about it and the more I, I read about it. I don't it's crazy to me that they've already signed a 10 year deal for Insane. Las Vegas Grand Prix. And I was watching a video, a YouTube video from a guy that he lives in Las Vegas. And I keep hearing all these murmurings about all of the. Uh, issues that this race has caused as they're building everything but then to think this is going to be every year i understand this is just the first year so it's going to take a little bit longer to set everything up but how far out are they going to have to start these preparations every year like are they going to start two months and you're out? completely hiding the vast majority of the attractions on the strip i mean they drained the bellagio pond to put stand grandstands there like it's yeah it's no one's going to want to come to Vegas during this time. I mean, I guess Vegas and Formula One don't care because they're going to make Buku de Nero while the race is going on. But yeah, this is going to, you know, I've heard several people call it the Monaco of US, and that kind of seems like what they're trying to make it. But Monaco's been doing this for 73 years. <laughs> they take <laughs> they've got it figured out. <laughs> and they take up a very small portion of the city. 
And they don't put all these barricades and everything else up. Like if you live in one of the buildings there, you get to watch the race. Like I think that Formula One overdid it a little bit with the amount of barricading, the amount of advertising, the amount of trying to shut everybody in the city out of the race unless you pay an absorbent amount of money to get into the race. Like I think they, I think because of that, they've overshot how simple Monaco is to set up. True. And I mean, you kind of see it where when it came out, when they first announced that they're going to have a Las Vegas Grand Prix, immediately my mind went to, ah, it's going to be a lot of money. I'm probably not going to that one because we already saw Miami, which just started, yeah. which was Miami was supposed to be the Monaco of the US. Uh, well, now Las Vegas came and you're like, if Miami prices are this high, you know, Las Vegas prices are going to be through the roof. And sure enough, when they came out, they were ridiculously high. Average ticket price of $7,500 for a three-day pass. That is ridiculous. And now you see tickets being slashed. A hundred bucks. Yeah, Thursday, fire sale. It's like, Uh, just get here and we'll let you in, basically. Because, again, yeah, I think they did. They kind of over-anticipated the hype and everything. Like, yeah, there's a lot of hype about it. Americans are are picking up on it, but America is a big place. Like a lot of people can't afford to both travel there and then pay these prices. And the people that can, I mean, how many? I don't know. I feel like uh, it's. Well, I mean, I th- my biggest, you know, I was sending you the ticket prices and and hotel prices last week, and you're like, "Are you going?" And I was like, "If it, if at face value, this is what I would be paying, yeah, I'd probably go pick up a ticket in a hotel room and and go." But you know, the beer is going to be $25 for yeah. like eight ounces. You, like all of that extra stuff adds up. I mean, it was $16 a beer at Coda this year. It was, it, it blew my mind how expensive the beers were there. I can only imagine how, and to me, that's the fun. You and I had so much fun in Ve- or in uh, Mexico last year because we explored the whole city. We ate everything. We drank. We had a great time. Never once worried about what we were spending. Right. The thought, I, I think Vegas is overpriced as is this weekend. It makes my head spin. Yeah. I've, I've never been a fan of Las Vegas. And I haven't either. I don't know. This will, I'm, I don't know. I think I'm excited for what's going to happen on track, but I have no desire to be there in no. person. No. Mm-mm. But uh, so, so some of the behind the scenes stuff with the Vegas thing, have you heard all the rumors? I'm sure you have, but the rumors about the shakedowns for like storefronts on the strip and on the track and whatnot. Uh, no, not the shit. What? Like the mobs shaking people down, like mob straight up shakedowns of you have to pay a fee on the, based on the maximum capacity of your, your bar or whatever that's on the, around the strip, or we'll put advertisement right in front of your shop. Ooh. That's and not they were like straight up mob style shaking it down. It made big media a couple of months ago and then it kind of went away. And I don't know that all of the complaints I see more uh influencers out of vegas now just doing vegas updates and just how insane it is down there they resurfaced the entire track which includes the strip it's it sounds crazy yeah it doesn't uh it doesn't seem like that's a good way to win friends in vegas by shaking people down like that no especially when vegas is probably already it's probably the mob that's owning their own buildings doing it so yeah for sure (laughs) they're just messing with the competition at this point uh but this is going to be interesting man and the uh 
I think what adds to it is so one, we have cold, cold temperatures. We have one kind of fast corner, like tire temperature is going to be an issue. And in between sessions and all day, the track is open to the public to drive on because it's the streets of Las Vegas. So the track you drive on Friday night will not be the same track you drove on Saturday night, like let alone race night. I think this is going to be a tire nightmare. I don't think we're going to see the hards. Pirelli's put the top, the softest lineup of tires. We have C5 through C3. I bet we don't see the C3 hard tire once this weekend. Yeah. Um, it's going to be know. tricky. I don't the, know how they're going to keep the the temp in the tires. There's they can't. There's no way. They're for one they're going to be running low down force because of yep. the long straightaways. And then cold temperatures, not a lot of areas to warm the tires. And so yeah, you're right. It's going to be it's going to be wild. Um, and that that the strip straightaway is 1.1 miles long, 1.9 kilometers. It rivals Baku. We should see 210, 212, maybe a little bit more out of some of these cars down to a hard 90 degree turn. That's what I was about to say. 210 to a hard 90 degree turn. It's like, oh, please stop. Please stop. Please stop. <laughs> and that's that's the other part too, is the track, like you said, it's a virgin surface and there's no junior series or endurance series or or porsche cup or anything like that that's going to be running this weekend so it's just good luck every time you get out there it's going to be a different track and every the times are always different too so i mean i don't know that's why i'm I'm excited for this race because of the oh, variability yeah. it's gonna I be wild and some people my, will get it i think some people might not i think we're gonna have a way more fun singapore i think that the first Ooh. one or two laps is going to be is going to lose half the field. Uh, it's just going to be absolute chaos. There's going to be fire. There's going to be tires. There's going to be hopefully no more tire kills. Uh, I think that it's going to be bad. And we're going to have a red flag. And we'll restart later. And I think that if everyone survives the restart, it's going to get into a little bit of a groove. There's going to be a little bit of shuffling around. And about lap 25 to 30 is going to be kind of boring. And then I think at the end of the race, because no one knows how long these tires are going to go, we're going to have some strategy swap ups, we're going to have tires falling off, and I think it's going to go back into pure anarchy. Yes. Yeah, I think that's a pretty safe bet. That lap one is going to be crazy. <laughs> Watch out, everybody. <laughs> I guess the question is, is that what? what turn is it going to happen at? That's turn one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking up the weather right now, actually. It's... uh I. I keep reading it's supposed to be super cold, but right now it's saying, and this is, you know, the Apple phone app or the iPhone app is saying uh, 49 degrees at race time. So we shall hmm, see. We'll see. I don't know. I, I bring it on. I, the colder, the better. I want more anarchy. <laughs> <laughs> I think that we're going to have a, a, a crazy shake up, like shaken up uh, field this weekend. I think. You yeah. might see some surprises on the podium. Maybe somebody might get a podium for the first time this year. Uh, yeah, this I think is the place be, to do anything it. Anything could happen. I, I just, I think that this track, so I guess here's the track. This track is going to suit a couple of teams. I think Ferrari has a good chance of having a good turnout here. The car does so much better when it's cold um, because their tire dig is their entire issue. They have no race pace because they blow the tires off. It's going to be so damn cold. There won't tire dig won't be a problem. 
I think Ferraris are going to be really strong here. I think your your Checos, your Hamiltons, and your Alonzos, the wily old foxes that have been around and are probably a little bit more willing not to throw it down the inside and a little bit more mature driving, this is going to be very uh, very helpful too. Uh, I think Valtteri Botas is going to have a great showing here. It's going to be just like back home driving on ice. He's quite used to that. <laughs> <laughs> you see his new calendar that just came out? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's just 12 months of his ass. <laughs> um, but yeah, this is... Uh, and Red Bull. This is going to obviously favor Red Bull because Red Bull is better than everybody. I want to say something profane, and that is that I actually think Lance Stroll might do well this weekend. <laughs> no, get the get off of here. He he, and look, reach out. Has... We're, in, Formula America is hiring a new podcast. Reach out <laughs> info at formulaamerica.us. Kurt is no longer with us. Look, he has done well in wet conditions, and I feel like this could kind of mimic some wet conditions. This is the perfect opportunity for him <laughs> and Logan Sargent to work together to eliminate half of the field. Oh, I actually was going to say, I think Logan's going to have a good weekend. Too. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, this fits the Williams car, that. no downforce. Can you yeah, say right? that Leclerc is going to have a good weekend? Please say Leclerc. I will not. I will weekend. not say that. I will not. Not even going to say that man's name because <laughs> I don't think he could take any more punishment. <laughs> we keep saying that. And he keeps <laughs> on getting a little bit more. Oh man. <sighs> well, you want to do these predictions? Sure. I'm kind of excited. Who do you All have right. on poll? On poll, on whichever day poll takes place. I have no I idea. I think what 3 a.m. or something. I forget, whatever. Uh my poll is Charlotte Claire. I have Charlotte Claire on poll. <laughs> so do I. Oh dang! You see, see, I think I I do think though Charlotte Claire has excellent one lap pace. Yep. Like you said, the Ferraris are are normally kind of good in conditions like this. So I think that he'll get there. Whatever happens after the green or after the lights go out, it's up to anybody. I don't know. Yeah. And uh, however long it takes Charlotte Claire's car to explode, I'm not sure. <laughs> I think Leclerc's <laughs> going to do well around one lap too because he's just probably you know welcoming crashing into the wall and not dealing with the rest of the weekend. So, you know, his, <laughs> his risk taking will be higher because he's going to be like, I'm just over it. End it now. If it and, happens, uh, it happens. And uh, the car is going to be set up perfectly. And he's going to somehow put it on full. Nice. All right. P three. <sighs> I've gone back and forth on these because I think it's going to be shaken up. I will tell you that I had, a shock on there that you removed, but I removed him, uh, and I'm gonna put his teammate and go with Fernando Alonso. <laughs> I think you should go with the shock because I've got Alonso in P3, and we can't have the same. So you should definitely put Logan Sargent up there. Oh, you got Alonso P3 also? I do. Oh, all right. Do not say Lance Ooh. Troll for P2. I swear, Kurt. <laughs> No, I got to save Lance Stroll for P1. All right, P- <laughs> P2, I'm going to go with Carlos Sainz. All right, all right. I put Lando. <laughs> I think Lando's okay. going to continue his streak of uh, almost winning, but not quite. 
I like how he was like, I'm going to retire when I get my first win. <laughs> like, all right, you're going to be in the sport a long time, buddy. <laughs> I don't know. I debated not putting Lando there. I was watching a lot of like the Formula One interviews with where they're like doing Q&As on all the drivers. And one of the things that they asked was, who's the most likely to party hard here? And every single driver said Lando. <laughs> Really? Is Lando a party boy? Apparently so. And then when they right. got to Lando and they asked that question, he was like, am I allowed to say myself? I was like, man, even Lando <laughs> knows. Like, I love it. I love it. Old so, school right there, like a James Hunt. Yeah. All right. P1. P1, I have. Lando Norris, man, he's going to get his win. Finally. He's going to get his win in Vegas. He would burn the town down if he got his oh win Oh, my in God. Vegas. He wouldn't make it out of there. <laughs> I have decided not to not to play it safe and pick Max because I think he's actually going to win. And Lewis Hamilton is going to be the first driver with more than 300 races to get a win. Oh, and it'll be here. Okay. Man, winning in Vegas. This is a big one. If anybody other than Max wins, I mean, even if Max wins, it's going to be a big one to win the first race in Vegas. Yeah, it definitely will be. Wild car. So one thing I will say, I just noticed that neither one of us have Max on the podium. Mm-mm. Nice. I think he gets taken out. Potentially. It hasn't happened in a while. And on to the wild cards. My wild card is that we will have somebody is going to crash under non-racing conditions. Meaning <laughs> not a meaning great, a like, formation lap. <laughs> a formation lap behind a safety car, something like Leclerc that. The old Leclerc special. The old Leclerc special. And other than green flag conditions, which actually Max has done that before. If you remember, uh, I forget what, what race Silverstone was, he crashed was. into the pit wall, turning out of the garage. <laughs> well, there's the other one where it was raining and they had to rebuild his front suspension on the grid before the race started. Yeah, I do remember that. I liked, uh, I saw the other day um, that when he crashed, turning out of the garages in Silverstone, Apparently, GP hopped on the radio with him and was like, Max, what happened? And Christian Horner hopped on and was like, hey, he, he, he hit the wall, the, the front wing, like uh, he's getting it fixed. And GP came back and was like, no, I know what happened. I just wanted to hear him have to admit it. And I was like, that's <laughs> funny right there. <laughs> that's hilarious. Good for him. But yeah, I, I think Max getting taken out. That's your wild card? Red flag. My wild card is six DNFs. Damn. What's the record for this year? Do you know? For this year? I think it's six. Wasn't six at the last race? Well, I think one of them was a DNS. Okay, one of them was a DNS. I think five or six <laughs> DNFs. I think this will be six DNFs. I had five originally, but I don't think that that is, that is crazy enough. enough. I think that's a given. <laughs> Watch this oh, be man. the most boring weekend. I, don't, I was like... I, I was listening to another podcast and they were talking about how bad this layout is because it's it's pretty awful. There's, I think, one high-speed corner. Turn 10 is kind of the only high-speed corner. Everything else is very clunky, non-Grand Prix car style, slow turns. And then really long straightaways. Um, the layout is terrible, but the only good, like if this was midsummer, middle of the day, hot track, I think that I think it would it'd be like a Baku. But I think when we throw all of the 
extras in there of cars driving on it during the day, how cold it is, virgin surface, like all of that stuff. I, I think that all of us are just rooting for half the half the grid to crash out. Like otherwise, <laughs> it's going to be the most boring race of the year. I I hope not, and I don't see how it will be. I it would put all my money on that. This is going to be crazy, chaotic, hectic. It's going to be awesome. You know, one thing we didn't talk about is the pre-race because Miami, remember how that started? LL Cool J announcing the drivers coming out like WWE Dolphins cheerleaders lined up. (laughs) I want to know what they're going to do. I want to know how Danny Ricardo is going to show up. I want to know what's going to go on this weekend. And I definitely am going to be tuning into Martin Brundle's grid. Oh, yes. (laughs) That picture I I sent you of, uh, what is his name? Married to Ben Affleck Affleck smoking the cigarette, (laughs) looking just like, what the fuck? That's going to be Martin (laughs) Brundle. I don't know if anything can Uh, top uh, Machine Gun Kelly last time, though. I don't know. That was the world's most awkward interview. If it can be topped, it will be this weekend. It will be this weekend. Dude, I am so excited. I might try and stay up and watch it live. I think it's going to finish under time, though, because there's going to be so many red flags. I will watch it fresh and recharge the next day. I'm not going to stay up to watch this live. But if it was at one o'clock like yours, I definitely wouldn't. But midnight, I'm like, I might be able to pull it off. All right. Well, we've got Vegas this weekend. We'll be back next week for the review, and then it's on to our last race of the year. Say that every weekend, but Abu Dhabi has put on some absolute bangers in the past, and that's going to be our final race of the season. I cannot believe that we are at the end of 23 races already. That is wild. The season has flown by, and it doesn't feel like it's been more Formula One than normal. Like, I almost feel like when I think about last year, I'm like, there's way more triple headers we did last year. But I'm like, so, yeah, oh, it doesn't seem like it was all that crazy this year, but longest season of the year. Well, yes, it was. And next year is supposed to be longer. But if you like this podcast, make sure to leave us a rating and a review and share it with a friend. And we'll be back next week to talk about this Viva Las Vegas Grand Prix and all the wildness and craziness that potentially is going to take place. Uh, So unless you got anything else, I think that's it for this one, Dylan. That's all I got. All right. Well, on that note, stay classy, America. We'll see you next time.